I've said this before to y'all, not on the podcast. I stand for two things, a national anthem and wiping my butt. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the show. We are the Common Denominators. This is Ryan, uh, still holding on to the hosting gig at the table here. To my left, we've got Daniel, we've got Lance, and we've got Kyle. And at the big uh, fancy desk over there, we've got uh, Mr. Adam Ray. Good evening, gentlemen. We're we're obviously, uh, I didn't uh, mention one of the names, we're down a man tonight. Uh, Jansen is not with us. Would anybody want to give the uh, details on why, why Jansen can't be here? So, uh, according to his wife, um, the good news is that he's actually in his favorite place and he's getting a lot of alone time right now. <laughs> but the uh, the bad news is that he's uh, he's on the he's on the toilet it's right now. It's unwanted. Yeah, time. it's it's unwanted alone time. And I think he's he, firing on both ends at last report. Correct. Uh, that's what I heard too. Yeah. So he he might be there for a while. But if you know Jansen, if you listen to the podcast, you know that uh, he enjoys his time on the toilet and. He'll be watching a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, That'll probably be a good story to come from this uh, at some <laughs> point later down yeah. the road. Uh, I really liked when he uh, told us today that he had diarrhea, and then he said, I just threw up through text. <laughs> One of you guys, I don't know who it was, sent the picture of the football player throwing up on the <laughs> oh, field. Oh, yeah, yeah, I found that. I, I bet like, that just felt great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> After I sent it, I had a little guilt about it, but nah, you, uh, know. you know. Yeah. All, right. All right. So, well, we know what's going on with Jansen. Get well, uh, buddy. We haven't met together in a couple of weeks. Anybody have any uh, funny stories or life-changing events that are story-worthy that we need to share? So I've got two things. I'll go ahead and start it off. So I guess life-changing is that my uh, daughter just had her one-year-old birthday yesterday. Happy um, birthday. Awesome. Yeah. birthday to you. Unfortunately, she experienced her first birthday uh, while having hand, foot, mouth disease. So that's that's been fun. Yeah. Doesn't that sound just like an awful, like a farm animal disease, like something <laughs> yeah. that yeah, like, should not exist in when human we were, beings? When we were kids, <laughs> we got chicken pox. Yeah. Yeah. When we were kids, we got chicken pox, and that sounds really cool. I think but, it's uh, literally they ran out of names. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm just like, yeah. what, is, what is this effect? <laughs> it's oh, very lazy. Yeah. It's, it's a very a lazy name. Well, that's a great point. I mean, was I don't remember hand, foot, and mouth being around when we were kids. I don't either. Never heard of it. Yeah. Did y'all? No. I have no recollection of it. So the second thing that happened to me, uh, I got so inspired from our last episode by listening to John that uh, I quit my job. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Literally. He's an inspirational guy. Yeah, he's so inspirational (laughs) that, yeah, I up and quit my job. So we can uh, expect a lot more podcast content. We're going going full time here. Don't get ahead of yourself. I I, I did have another one lined up, but the fact remains I quit my job. Sweet. Thank you, John. Thanks, John Ayers. Kind of a funny story here. We... uh, had a night out on the town with some friends. The Smiths were with us. There's a couple of the sets of friends that went out with us. We went uh, out to a Mexican restaurant to eat. The Binkleys and Smiths rode together, and the guys let the girls out to go and get our table. Me and Ryan get the car parked and cruising in, walk in the door of the restaurant, and literally laying on the floor right in the restaurant is the crispest $100 bill. So me and Ryan kind of look at it. Ryan picks it up. There's a waitress walks by. Hey, is anybody said anything about missing a hundred dollar bill? Did a waitress drop this? Did a, n- nothing. So I'll let Ryan kind of pick it up from there because he had it. Yeah. He took the so Kyle, from there. as you can imagine, when you see something like that, you're not expecting. He makes a loud announcement in the in the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> but he, but he froze, and so it left it to me to pick it yeah. up. So I pick it up, and then you're immediately. Your mind's racing, like, what do I do? Is there do? a fishing line attached to it? Yeah, yeah. Right. Am, I was I, am I on camera here? Yeah, that's what I was you afraid. Know. We're on some what-would-you-do show. Yeah. So I, I hadn't mentally prepared for this scenario, so I asked the waitress. She's like, well, there's probably a manager here. So I walked back to him, and he he says something that I don't expect. He's like, well, it's up to you. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" I was like, almost like looking, at, like asking him, like, uh, no like he's my dad. Like, well, what do you think I should do? Yeah. And he's like, "Well, it's, it's totally up to you." He's like, "I'm gonna put it in the safe, and if somebody claims it, then great. And if not, it'll just stay there for a while." And he's, he gives me the old while, so I'm like, well, "Aka, it's going in my pocket." Yeah, yeah. stay there until and I was like, until he clocks out. And I was like, "Well, look, I don't want somebody to miss out on their money, so um, I'm gonna let you put it in the safe." Uh, and I walk away. Well, as soon as I get back to the table, I start thinking through like my decision, and I'm like, I don't think that was the right decision, you know. 
we could our waitress was really cool or like we could be tipping her with it or you could have paid for your whole table could have paid for the whole table point. i could have left him my phone number and if somebody called i could have reimbursed all these better scenarios came through so i actually write my name and number down on a piece of paper and i decide i'm going to get this money back i'm going to have this conversation with the guy so i go back and i go up to the front and i ask for the manager and she's like well hold on just a few minutes in the meantime, I'm waiting. It's probably like two minutes later, I would say, Jessica, Kyle's wife, I see her making a beeline towards me, and she's like, that's my that's my money. Now, this, now mind you, this is like an hour later. Yeah. We've been talking about this all dinner, about this $100 bill. But as soon as, evidently when I left, so tell, yeah, go, so, tell them what happened. So he leaves to go up front, and I'm like, I cannot believe that there was – I said, that was the newest looking $100 bill. It was crisp with one fold laying in the middle of this completely packed restaurant. Nobody's noticed it because they went in seven, eight, ten minutes ahead of us. So it's been laying there I don't know how long. Mm -hmm. I mean, for a $100 bill to lay more than 10 seconds in a crowded restaurant is a miracle. And Jessica looks at me and goes, I brought a $100 bill that had one fold. And she's got this little small purse that she takes out sometimes if we're going out on a deal like this. So she immediately just takes it and dumps it out on the table. It's like only got two pockets. She's pulling, and we she's got a couple singles in there, her phone, her ID, wallet, but no $100 bill. And she looks at me and goes, that was the $100 bill I brought. And she had put the money in with her cell phone, pulled her cell phone out to text the other couples, hey, we're in the back left corner, it had fallen out in the middle of the floor. And she goes, seriously, that's my $100 bill. <laughs> So I said, to, I'm not getting involved. You're going to the front with this. This looks like the biggest setup job in history. To make yeah. a long story short, the manager, when I turned it in, looked at me like, you're a really good guy. And then when I told him this cocky made me like story, <laughs> he looked at me like, yeah, he's like, it looked at me like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sitting at the same table. <laughs> he looked so disappointed. Like, I can't believe you're doing this, but it was the truth. And so the plot thickens. I don't know if you know this part or not. So we have a great time that night. Everybody has fun. We go bowling after Jessica found a hundred dollar bill. No, 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 no. Way worse than that. We get home. She has her little side purse that she's unloading to reload her massive purse that every woman has that has to carry around. She goes, "Did you get my ID? Because sometimes I'll stick my her ID in my wallet if we're going somewhere. She don't want to, you know, keep up with it. She's going to have a drink or something. No one. You never gave it to me. Well, I can't find my ID. So not only with this janky size wallet purse, she lost not only $100 that night, but she's also lost her photo ID. Boom roasted for my wife. She had a t tough night with personal belongings. <laughs> Boom roasted for her purse, man. Get her a new purse. Yeah, I told her, I said, don't ever carry that purse anywhere again. <laughs> it's banned. What was your first reaction when she was like, that was my $100 bill? Were you, like, mad, or were you, like, did you jump out of your seat, like, no, I was like, well, first of all, you need to get up to Ryan like now because he's going up there to, you know, figure out what he's going to do with this hundred. To be honest with you, it didn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been freaking out. I was like, yeah, that's about right. So over the weekend, we went. My family went to Omaha and hung out, <clears throat> stayed in a hotel Sunday night. So this morning, I get a call from an Omaha from a Nebraska number, and the lady says, "This is so and so at the Hampton Inn." Did you leave anything in your room? And I thought, to, and I said, well, <laughs> I have a wife and two it? little girls. <laughs> yes, I'm sure we left something. Yeah. I was like, can you be more specific? She's like, well, and she was being extremely vague. She says, well, it was, was it electronics? I'm thinking, well, I, I don't know. It could be electronics. Knowing you, so it's she, very possible. So right. she thinking yeah. she doesn't want you to claim something that's not yours. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Hey, did you leave a, a MacBook Pro? And you're like, yeah, sure, <laughs> I left a MacBook Pro. Yeah, yeah, ship it to uh, yeah. It should have been a 2019 model also. Yeah. yeah. So um, she said, well, it was an iPad. And I immediately thought, oh, I'm sure we left our iPad. Because I remember the girls the last couple of nights going, where's the iPad? But I hear that question all right, week long. Right. I don't pay attention to it. I said, yeah. <laughs> I, said, I, I said, well, <laughs> if we did lose one, I started to describe it. Anyway, she, I ended up giving her the lock coach and locks. She said, yep, that's it. So I said, I don't know what was worse, us leaving it or us not knowing that we left it until three <laughs> days later. She said, no, not knowing was way worse. <laughs> Shout out to Hampton Inn. They're, uh, she's shipping it back to me. So. Nice. That was, those were some fun stories. We've got an exciting episode today. We're going to 
go with our usual two minute drill. This will be number five of number six. We have been missing the bunker draft, so we've got a new draft that's gonna be unveiled today. And then uh, last but not least, our main topic, uh, we have uh, searched high and low down this list and somehow we came up with the, the we, best. We come up with the low. We, we came up with the low. We decided to talk was about this, I the, thought this was number two on the list. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's, a, that's a teaser. The world needs to know uh, a little bit more about bathroom etiquette. So mm-hmm. we're going to uh, share our thoughts on that today. It's going to be a classy shame episode. That Jansen yep. really? is, is in the bathroom currently. That's the yeah. yeah. epitome of, of irony it's at this point. Bathroom the aficionado. Let's do this for Jansen, guys. Yeah, yeah. for Jansen. All right, y'all ready? Let's do it. Let's roll. All right, so now we're going to get started on our two-minute drill. This is an opportunity for us to let the audience in on a little bit about each of our individuals. So four of us have already gone in this competition. And right now, uh, help me out, guys, who stands atop the leaderboard? Yours truly. Mr. Binkley. Uh, And then I think it's a tie with Adam and Lance after that. And then I'm holding down the four spot right now uh, with the the lowest score so far. And how many was that? Nineteen. I think I had nineteen. So I think answers. that is the that's the floor that you need to aim for at this point. There's some healthy conf- controversy in there though amongst yeah the, at least you were, and Kyle. I, I feel like I feel like all of my answers were true. I feel like some of the other answers <laughs> that other people gave might have not been accurate. So we'll oh, we'll yeah, see. No. But anyway, we'll have a uh, two minute drill here over the next ninety seconds. Yes, the name doesn't make sense, but we're rolling with it. And so I'm going to ask uh, today, Ryan, all these questions. Uh, We are going with Ryan today because Jansen is the only other one that hasn't participated, and he's not here right now. So, Ryan, we're going to get started here with you. So, uh, Lance, can you put 90 seconds on the clock? Kyle, you got our tally sheet. I've got the official tally. All right. Let's get to know Ryan Smith. How old are you? 41. What do you do for a living? Analytics manager. If you could have any other job in the world, what would it be? Uh, NFL quarterback. What's your wife's middle name? Roberts. How long have you been married? Twelve and a half years. Roberts. That's still stuck on that. Uh, how old are your kids? Nine and six. What is the last book you read? <laughs> <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite podcast other than ours? Uh, fantasy footballers. If you're directing a movie about your life, who plays you? Um, Take your time. Wow, okay. I can't even think of one actor right now. How about uh, Tom Hanks? What's your favorite fast food chain? Crystal. What's the last movie you cried in? The Rookie. Favorite professional sports team? Predators. Uh, If you go in a gas station, what snack do you grab? Mountain Dew and a Kit Kat. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate. If you're in the showcase showdown on The Price is Right, do you bid or pass? Bid. That's wrong. You always pass. Window seat on the aisle uh, or on the plane, window seat or the aisle? Aisle. Uh, favorite place to vacation? Destin. If you could only watch one movie the rest of your life, what is it? Uh, Braveheart. Do you double dip your chips? Yes. Uh, MJ or LeBron? MJ. Uh, how long does it take you to get ready in the morning? 20 minutes. Favorite car you've ever owned? Bronco 2. This is going to be close. Oh, you got a lot. Couldn't think of an actor 15, for like 30 seconds. 22. Oh, oh come on. Yes. Second place. So wow. you're in the safe zone. I'm still very dangerously close to water. I've only got Jansen to to try to bail me out. I'm so, feeling good. I feel, so Catherine's I feel very relieved. middle name is Roberts. So her name was Catherine Roberts Roberts? Well, that's her new middle name. Her original middle name was Lee. <laughs> Catherine Wait, is that right? Yeah, Catherine Lee Roberts. It's not Roberts. her middle name. It's her maiden name. No, that is no, her middle name. She That's changed her middle name. He can choose to answer it however he she wants to. She changed her middle name? Her new middle name is Roberts. Yeah. It's not, it's not Catherine Lee Roberts Smith. So Lee does not exist anywhere. Lee is nowhere. It's not. It's undocumented now. Wow. Interesting. All That's right. if she calls Ryan. She can go back I to I thought this release. was a normal uh, practice, I guess not. No, my wife. And I think you reason. wasted a lot of time on the person who would play you in a movie. You should have just done what, did what Kyle did and said Jansen, which yeah, Jansen. didn't yeah. even make any sense. <laughs> Jansen's gonna have his big Hollywood. Well, debut. I thought we, maybe. we really need to go yeah. back and, and analyze yeah. Kyle's. I think Kyle, Kyle might have had twelve or thirteen if yeah. we go back and really break it down. <laughs> we were the same height. It sounded good. <laughs>
Okay, guys, it's been a couple weeks since we did the bunker draft and we finalized all that. But we want to have a another draft, something else to kind of get the conversation going. We are a little obsessed with uh, end of time scenarios around here, like the the doomsday draft. And then, so what we're going to do today is a little bit of a survival draft. What do we need to survive? So this is an activity that I've done before with some of my students and, and different team building type things. But I think it it can uh, really be a lot of fun for us to do. So here is the hypothetical situation that we're involved in right now. Imagine that you are out on a private yacht somewhere in the middle of the South Pacific. There's a fire of unknown origin. Much of the yacht and its contents are gone, destroyed. The yacht is slowly going down. You don't know where you are because the destruction of critical nav equipment and because you and the crew were distracted trying to, to get the fire out. The best estimate is that we're approximately a thousand miles south-southwest of the nearest land. You're a long way out there in the Pacific. So what we've got here is a list of 15 items that you have that are intact, that are undamaged after the fire. In addition to these items, uh, you have a rubber life raft with oars large enough to carry yourself, the crew, and all of the items listed. So we're on a raft. Uh, the total contents of the survivor's pockets are a package of cigarettes, not sure on what brand, several books of matches, and five $1 bills. So that's all you've got between you. Cigarettes, matches, dollar bills. So these 15 items, what we've got to do is uh, we're going to go through and have a draft here. There's just four of you in here that are going to pick, so we're going to snake the draft until we pick 12 of these items. There'll be three that remain off the board. The U.S. Coast Guard has actually ranked these items on what would be the, the best optimal pieces of equipment that would have to be used for survival. All right, what you want to do is your objective is to get rescued in this situation. All right, you're on this rubber life, life raft. You've got to do the best job of them of fi of letting somebody find you out there in the middle of the South Pacific. Here are the 15 items. I'll read through them real quick, and then we'll draft them. So first on the list, this is in no specific order, a sextant. There was can, questions about that. Can you describe what <laughs> that is? A sextant is like a, a <laughs> piece of uh, navigational equipment. Oh, I was going like to little. she was hot. I didn't now, <laughs> Uh, a shaving mirror, a five-gallon can of water, mosquito netting, one case of U.S. Army sea rations, that's food, uh, maps of the Pacific Ocean, a seat cushion that floats, a two-gallon can of oil and gas mixture, a small transistor radio, shark repellent, 20 square feet of opaque plastic, it's like a big tarp, one quart of 160-proof Puerto Rican rum, 15 feet of nylon rope, two boxes of chocolate bars, and a fishing kit. Those are the 15 items. That's what you've got to choose from. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> now, can I explain to the audience that you've handed this uh, piece of paper with these 15 items to us about 30 seconds ago? So yeah, there's really no, no preparation. Prep. There's not here. a lot of prep. Yeah. And so that's, uh, that's what makes it fun. Yeah, Except be, for Daniel. That's, that's what you say when you feel like you're getting ready to look stupid. Yeah, and be <laughs> careful. I'll tell you this from experience. Be careful when you start typing in sextant. And when you get to the first three letters, a lot of things popping up. The draft order is as follows. Guess who is the number one is it Adam? Adam? pick? It is Adam. No way. <laughs> he wants Bob Vance on his rap. Are you kidding me? Yeah, Bob Vance is not an option here. Adam. Yes. What you going for with pick number one? All right, I'm going to go with a shaving mirror. Mm. I'm going to go with No, a you're only... Oh, 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 oh. Okay, I don't think you understood. You're only picking one item. I'm sorry. And then you, it'll yeah. come back around to you in a, in a couple okay, minutes. So right. we that was a good, a good attempt to try Shaving mirror is a top yeah. pick. Yeah. There you go. So Adam's, Adam's got the shaving mirror. That is off the board. I actually think that's a good pick. All right, so pick number two, Lance. Okay, I'm, I'm really torn here because there are two that I think could be very important. I'm going to go with the, the can of water, five-gallon can of water. Lance goes with the water. Solid pick. Uh, third pick, Ryan. Okay, now let me, let me clarify here. This is for our survival, correct? Survival, and like, I mean, you're on the, a raft in the middle of the Pacific. You, want, you need to be rescued. Like, you're not going to survive super long with what we've got here, so... Uh, you know, you're not close to an island where you can actually survive. Okay. Since I think you mentioned that we have the crew with us, I'm going to pick the sextant. Oh. 
because I think they're going to know how to use it and they're going to get us to the right shipping routes or uh, plane routes and uh, we're going to get rescued. You're pretty far offshore though. I don't know. These picks have kind of surprised me so far, but maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. All right. So Kyle, last pick in the first round, but if we're snaking it, you get to pick two items right here. All right. I'm going to go with a fishing kit and maps of the Pacific Ocean for five dollars. Fishing, fishing, <laughs> fishing, getting maps off the board. I'm just. <laughs> I don't want to make fun of my my boy here, but what is reading a map? What's your landmark? <laughs> yeah. you're you're a thousand miles out. It's water everywhere. If if I've got can a you, if I've got a navigator, he can read a map. He doesn't have a navigator. Do you know where you are? You got a fishing I, I mean, kit. No, do you have a compass? The like, do you know what? I don't know. All right, it doesn't matter. Let's keep going. How do you think they navigated the ocean when they? 150 years ago. I don't know. This is taking way too long. (laughs) Next. Is that me? All right, next. Back to Ryan. Okay, I'm going to go need a source of some food, so I'm going to go with the case of U.S. Army rations. Army rations off the board. Lance, what you got next? Okay, I'm kind of surprised this came back to me because literally my top, the way that I ranked it, my top two were there, and maybe it's because I don't know how radios work. But I'm going to go with a small transistor radio because if I'm trying to get rescued, it seems like a radio, I don't know if it has the distance to signal help. But, yeah, I'm going to go with the radio. All right, we'll find out soon if you know how radios work. Uh, so that's off the board. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say no yeah. with that response. And then, uh, so, Adam, you get the next two picks. All right, I'm going to go with the seat cushion. And I'm also going to go with the... Adam's always about that comfort. There. Yeah, He's got the shaving yeah. here and the seat cushion so far. <laughs> can shave in comfort. Um, and this might, this might sound odd, but i got a reason for it. I'm going to go for the two gallons of oil. Two oil? gallons of oil. oil? Are, you, or oil? are you going to give oil? the reason or oil? just leave us saying? No, hanging? that's... I mean, are, do we need to discuss well, every I mean, pick? Yeah, you can I, justify I, it I, if I you want. So, okay, so the... Well, obviously the seat cushion is a flotation device. Uh, the oil is to, because keep in mind, we're trying to get rescued here, which is the same reason I have the mirror. Uh, the oil will leave a long um, trail, and if they oh, see it. you're thinking about mm-hmm. yeah. an oil slick. Uh, because we're trying to get rescued. Lance, what's your last pick? Give me the nylon rope. This is just funny. I, I just found myself, I think the people listening are wanting to know, why we picked these things. Like, <laughs> I already you re- sounded so unconfident in that oh, pick. Why I, did you pick it? <sighs> And I like already regret it because I was like, I, I, I really wanted a food source, but then I was like, chocolate bars, that just sounds so stupid. It would maybe, melt. maybe I could do something with a rope. Maybe I could catch a fish with a rope somehow. <laughs> Probably not. Probably should have taken the netting for that. That would have made more sense. Too late for that now. All right, Ryan, last pick. I think the, uh, the 20 square feet of mm. plastic is very useful to keep you warm, to keep you out of the elements, maybe to, uh, produce clean water not that i know how to do that with this but i feel like i was gonna say i feel like that's gonna score well in this test you catch rainwater with it yeah there you go Mm -hmm. Mm. all right kyle last pick you got four items to choose from boy and they're all winners (laughs) yeah give me the room (laughs) i mean i might as well be drunk trying to get get rescued (laughs) if you get cut you know just pour some rum on it all right so so that leaves mosquito netting shark repellent and chocolate bars are the only three left. We'll see. Hey, that those three could be the winners. We'll we'll see here in a second. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me because I'm sailing on a boat. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. All right, so I've got a list compiled here of what the experts say are of these 15 items, how they rank, uh, what are the best items in a rescue situation, what do you need. So we'll go through these from 1 to 15. So each of you, every time I say a number, if you pick that item, you get that many points. So if you picked, if you had the number seven item, you get seven points. We'll play uh, golf scoring here, so low score will win, and you'll be the uh, the best survivor among the common denominators here. Item number one. Anybody think they know what the number one item is? I, I feel like it's the water. Yeah. Shaving mirror. I, I, shaving mirror number one. It, Why the shaving mirror? Why the right? shaving mirror? Adam totally redeems himself. Visual. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's use it as a. Um, as a locator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use it as a visual signaler. Yep. I forget that Adam was in, in uh, the Air Force. Maybe like he remembered that from his Air Force training. I don't know. <laughs> well, I never got off the ground, for the record. <laughs> That's if he got shot down. Yeah. Yeah, so shaving mirror, number one, for, for signaling. Uh, signaling uh, yep. an air rescue. Yep, I had that as number two on my list. Number two. 
Mr. Ray again. The oh oil gosh. and gas. Wow. So he's already wow. way out in front at this, this point a, with this the top is, two. This is really upsetting. This is uh, And like Adam said, you just pour it in the ocean. But really, the other thing that you were supplied with that you found in the pockets were the matches. Uh, if you put the oil in the water, it's going to do what? You light it. Burn. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to float. You can light it with a match, and then there you've got more smoke signals, things going up to try to get rescued. Adam. Obviously. Look, that's Adam, why look, I picked it. I want you to look me in the eyes. Did you research this today? I swear I did not. I swear I did not. It's looking pretty suspicious. How, how right could now. I have researched? I literally just now got this. We could have researched survival no, stuff. I, you knew that was going to be our draft. I promise okay. you I did not. All right. I, I promise trust I did you. not. So, unless... Unless he like picked the number fifteen item for his yeah. third one, then it's unless it's Rome looking... is number three, this is over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, number three is the five gallon can of water. Yeah, that's uh, so water and yeah, I mean there shouldn't really be any explanation on that. If you want to last too, too long, you're going to need some water. Number four is the army rations. I think you had that, Mr. Smith. Nice. Yep. Still blame, in the game. I'm blaming myself. So draft. you got there you got you. some food. Uh, obviously, getting rescued is the most important thing. So that's why the signaling devices were number. The first couple, and then after that, it's hey, you gotta you gotta survive a few days. Uh, number five, 20 square feet of plastic. So oh the tarp. yeah. So Mr. Smith coming back on you right uh-huh. here with number four and number five. I got a chance. Uh, is there anybody that doesn't have uh, selection yet? That would be this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got rum, so screw you guys. <laughs> uh, number six is the chocolate bars. Oh man. Was what? that was that left Kicking off the table? For yeah. not taking that one. Uh, I would have thought they'd melt. <laughs> It's they would. It's still surprising. food, though. It's still. God, you gotta eat it quick. It's, it's, it's still food supply. I mean, you gotta catch uh, food. Fishing kit number seven, Thank which you. leads us to number seven. Yes, yeah, finally. Number seven. It's ranked lower than the chocolate bars, mainly because you know you gotta, you gotta think. Catch it. You gotta catch it yeah. first. So at least with the chocolate bars, you've got something there. I would think for longevity, though, I would wear that. Yeah, you want the fishing kit, kit yeah. if you're going to be out there more than a few days. Yeah. Protest. Uh, number eight is the rope. There you go. All right. Lance. Using that rope, you could latch lash things together, prevent things from going overboard, or you know, if you need a rescue or something like that. Number nine, the seat cushion. Thank you. Really, it's a life preserver so, if believe, somebody falls overboard. I believe Adam. Was that Adam? I think Adam that was Adam. He just so, so that's that's probably. Right I got a twelve. Probably nail in the coffin on that one. Number mm-hmm. ten. I think was still on the board the shark repellent. Did anybody ever pick that? No, I don't think so. so I thought was, that was a fake answer. Is that mm-hmm. even a thing? I don't know. I Does don't it know. work? Uh, yeah. Probably oil and gas in the water would do the same yeah. thing. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know radios. It, it, it helped in Jaws. Yeah, it's still, still out there on them. Uh, oh, number right. 11 is uh, uh, the rum. There you go, nice. Mr. Hey. This is not only number for a 11. good time. Yeah, because you yeah, yeah, good time, but then you can also use it as, like Lance said, you can use it as an antiseptic yeah. device. Cool. Number 12, Lance's radio. Oh, thank God. Uh, to operate a transistor radio, you need a transmitter. Uh, and so without that, you're not going to be able to be listening to your, your favorite AM stations while you're out there. So why is it number 12? What can I do with it? Uh, it's, it's mainly just number 12 because the other three are completely useless <laughs> while, you're, while you're out there. <laughs> uh, like... Like the the useless the things are the maps Ocean. of the Pacific Ocean. That's number thirteen. <laughs> oh, but your it's maps a aren't getting anywhere. It, oh, let me yeah. make a note. What it's yeah. ahead. You can of. use it as TP. It is. Uh, the mosquito netting is ahead of that because if you're in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, there's not going to be a whole lot of skeeters flying around, so you don't have to worry about those. Uh, and number fifteen is the sextant. Let's take a moment. <laughs> Let's take a moment <laughs> for somebody busted my chops with picking the maps. He, he went sexton. That was was that number one pick or number two pick? That was I, your first pick, but maybe I think the sexton. I, I reached on the sexton. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard, but yeah, without the uh, other appropriate tables okay. and and different devices, it's well, completely useless listen, out there. I'm the more about age. saving myself. I picked a fishing kit. I'm going to find my own way. I'm so, gonna and I'm going to do it while I'm so drinking. So what were y'all's total scores? Uh, you, a you lot. Ended up? I, I had twenty twelve, thirteen, oh, twenty four. Obviously, Adam won. 24. I came in second. 31. Kyle's last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like looks like Kyle's no. going out quick, but you're Listen, you're Jan- enjoying yourself while you're going yeah, out, and, and Adam's getting rescued. Technically, quick. Jansen leaves. He's not. Here. All right. So some of our listeners out there might be wondering how in the world we came up with. Uh, bathroom etiquette as our number one selection for this week. 
But if you've listened to the last few episodes, uh, our two-minute drill, we've one of the questions, one of the regular questions has been, are you a front wiper or back wiper? Meaning, which way do you uh, wipe your butt? So, obviously, that's a very important topic for uh, us, uh, the denominators. <laughs> we care a lot about bathroom etiquette. So, today, we're going to share our bathroom expertise. Uh, we'll probably give some uncomfortable details. Uh, but really, the hopes are there's a younger generation out there that uh, needs to hear what we have to say. Uh, today, we're concerning we're, ourselves teachers. We're trying to right the wrongs that happen in a battle. Yeah. We're pioneers. Yeah. Yeah. And there may be some adults out there that have been led down the wrong path yeah. that uh, may want to change course. Yeah. And we're going to okay. help them do that today. So, and, I, and I guarantee you, everybody listening to this knows somebody that needs to hear this. Yes. So this is going to be the episode where you say, hey, you really need to listen to this episode. And if you yeah. don't know somebody... Your problem. It's you, right? problem. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> so let me start you guys off with a real life bathroom scenario. Let's say that uh, you're thirsty and you want a Coke. So you go down to the vending machine and get a Coke. And then you walk into the bathroom with said Coke. You have a choice. Why would, why would, why would you not go in the bathroom before you get your Coke? Very Is that mistake Daniel. number you're, one? You're the star okay. pupil right okay. now. That's, right. that's <laughs> a little lie. <laughs> if you have those two things on your agenda, I'm flipping the order. You flip the order. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I would agree with that. So that was mistake number one. In the bathrooms at work, there are three stalls. Uh, the two outside stalls have walls on the outside. And, of course, there's the one in the middle. Uh, my buddy uh, bought the Coke. He goes into the handicap stall because there was someone in the first stall. So you've got someone in the first stall, the middle one is empty, and the third handicap stall my buddy is in. Ooh, you can't take the handicap in that situation. Well. I got to go middle. I never sit next to another man if there's an option to yeah, be. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want to be the guy that takes the bathroom when the guy rolls him in a wheelchair either. We don't have a lot of handicapped people at work, so it was a, a good calculated arrest. So he sits down. He puts the Coke up on the uh, toilet paper, you know, uh, distributor. Is the Coke open? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I'm it's assuming open. it's a screw top. It may or may not have been drinking of. I don't know. Anyways, something happens during the process where the Coke falls off. It ricochets off my friend's <laughs> leg. And y'all know how bathroom floors are. There's always a drain. So it's slanted. It ricochets yeah. off his leg speeds all the way over to the far stall with another man and rests right against the wall next to his foot. So cap is still on and everything, right? Cap is still on. Okay. So now I'm my checking my wallet for another dollar at this <laughs> yeah. point. Like or I'm abandoning yeah. a chip. Like I'm not yeah. that thirsty. So let me stop. If you are, uh, maybe somebody take the perspective of the Coke just bounced off your leg. You're looking underneath the stalls and you see it resting up against the wall next to another man's foot. What, what, action do you take if any i don't say anything oh, i just I'm, act like i didn't you just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just become a waiting game yeah. and just old, wait for that other guy to the old him. ostrich bury in the head in the sand so, i'm going to acknowledge i'm going to say sorry about that dude i don't know how that happened leave it there okay you're going to say something yeah i'm All saying right. something you know yeah. are you going to ask for it back no 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 i said that's what i say leave you're just going to apologize leave it okay. yeah so let's leave that there dude sorry right. about that okay so maybe let's take the other side. What if you're the guy who had the coke, the coke roll into your stall? Okay, I'm waiting for a good seven, eight seconds for him to say something. Acknowledge mm-hmm. that this happened. I'm probably not saying anything, but I kick it over. I, I'm probably picking it up and popping the top off just to, <laughs> just to make the other guy Pour it frustrated. Out. Yeah, make I would, would not drink it, but just to start sweet. Look at <laughs> yeah. this. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell him like if he doesn't say anything, seven, eight seconds, I'm gonna say. Yeah, hey, man, you want that back or, you know, Yeah. what's the deal here? All right, so what happened? Well, the, so what happened in this particular story, this is my buddy Jeff Lee. He does not, he pulls an atom. He doesn't say anything. But when you don't Wait, say anything. I'm sorry, hold on. He dropped the Coke? He's the one that dropped the okay. Coke, ricochets off his leg. He sees it laying over there. He doesn't say anything. But he's not giving up that Coke. So he plays the waiting game. Plus, plus, he's like, he waits till the guy's out plus like five minutes because he doesn't want to walk out and somebody to know who he is. So the guy on the other side never says a word. Both of them take the Adam approach <laughs> totally and weird. act like this just did not happen at all. <laughs> Jeff picks up the Coke, and I believe, if I remember the story correctly, do you think he should throw it away immediately or drink it? Throw it away. No, rinse it, rinse it off, and then I think you can a rinse. It. A just rinse. A rinse. I mean, it's <laughs> giving the it a coat. rinse under some hot water. Yeah. It's on the outside. The cap is still on, so the part yeah. that you touch with your mouth has been protected. Okay. 
I believe he did drink this set. I'm not coke, even picking so. it up. I'm not even picking yeah. it up. Throw it away. I'm not letting it. No, okay. I'm, I'm well, these are. This is one. That's one example of the many uh, quagmires that we face as men <laughs> in the bathroom. There's lots of scenarios. Uh, we could probably have a two or three hour episode on this. But so let me start out. Urinal selection. Ooh. You walk in. Let's just let's stick with. Uh, you have to. You have to pee. Number one. You walk in. What's the What's the thought for a man? Two questions. Number one. How many urinals are there? And two, are there anybody at said urinals? That's a good question. What What are the different scenarios that would make you do make a different choice? Okay. Well, mine. If there's three urinals and nobody's there, I'm going for the middle. Mm, I'm always going whoa. for the outside. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa! You go for a middle. You're just asking. So you're somebody just going to gonna make somebody feel awkward. Either way, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the guy that literally fine, like change my answer. You you, <laughs> you you turn to your left slightly and you're you're trying to talk to me while I'm peeing. Right? No, Is that I'm what not you that do? guy at all. No, okay. no, no, no. I'm going on an outside one. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. typically if there's three, there's going to be two normal size ones and then the kitty one. I'll go for the outside one that's the tall one. Okay. I've got to go for like the one, one that's also, you know, you got to think of height too. So there are some that are a little bit higher up. Me, I'm, you know, a little shorter guy. So I've got to go for the, the urinal that's, I don't want to say the kitty size one, the but you know, size. Yeah. I got to go for yeah. the smaller size urinal, but still one that's far away. Yeah. Adam, are you re- retracting what you would do yes, now? Yes, I am. I, I feel like with other, <laughs> this episode is worth it. Adam yeah. has learned something today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I walk in and I see three urinals and a guy's in the middle, I'm immediately shaking my head like... <laughs> it's a total power move by Adam, yeah. though. Do, is yeah. this what you have it's, normally been doing? exactly right. You force people to go with yeah, the guy. When Jeez, the guy walks in, I give him a look like, go ahead. Yeah. yeah Pick a urinal. Go ahead. I dare you. Turn your head slowly, Clint Eastwood style. Go ahead. Make my day. Yeah. I'm going to go. I always go for the shortest. Like I'll go for the kitty urinal. So you're thinking yeah. out for the tall man that might be coming in that no, really may think, not want to use the. I'm small, just thinking out for one. me. I just don't even <laughs> want my junk anywhere near the the porcelain part of the urinal. So. Now another thing we've, we didn't mention was do these urinals actually have partitions in between them, or are they just mm. you know right next to each other? Because that can make a big difference too. Yeah. I, w- I went to a restaurant or a restroom a couple of days ago that did not have any partitions, and it was. It felt really weird. Yeah. It was like smoking on an airplane. I was yeah. like, something's is missing. Something's <laughs> right, not right, right here. Could we spring for the partition? Right. There's also the trough urinals. Those are really oh, fun. Oh, those, those yeah. are those The county fair style awful. where you just shoulder in there. Hey, yeah. Knoxville. Knoxville. I don't know yeah. if they've changed it. The last uh, time I was there, oof. it was it yep. was the pig, yeah, yeah. the trough. I'm so. noticing there's a little bit of a comeback on the trough. Have y'all noticed oh, that? Oh, yeah. 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 And it's, sometimes you have the hand-washing stations that look like the trough, and then it gets really confusing when you go and you're like, and if you're in a ball game with some breaking going on, you're liable the first one in it's like which one's which one's which which. so for for the ladies that are listening that have never been like the trough i think we need to explain it it's like a long it's basically a long sink Mm -hmm. that you're peeing into there's no there's no divide it's the same one one drain slightly higher than the other end with some kind of continuous water running to attempt to flush the urine away yeah so what okay we're going to let's let's keep the three urinal perspective you go in you got to pee Two urinals are taken. Do you hesitate on taking the third? No, not at no. all. No. In that situation, either. you just have to go. I don't even care if it's the middle one. I'm going in. Definitely. Yeah. Eyes forward. No head side movement. Just get yeah. in there and get it done. The decision is when you really have to pee and all three are taken. Then it's do you stand in a stall to pee, Yes. which is weird, mm. or oh. do you wait? I'm going no. in a stall. Yeah, no. you stand no. in a stall to pee. Going. I don't care. Do you, I got to go. I you lift go. the lid too, right? Uh, it depends on if it's got the notch yeah you're all right no i do the foot lift i mean it depends though is has the toilet already been trashed because i mean if there's already pee on the toilet seat at this point in time it doesn't matter what's a a few more sprinkles yeah right (laughs) a few more sprinkles if it's a if it's a relatively clean toilet i'm lifting it for my fellow man because there's gonna be some guy because i don't want to be the guy to come in there and have to clean the lid but you're right you do it with the foot you do the foot lift you do the foot lift yeah no doubt. And that's why I always ask that you take your shoes off when you come to our house. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that actually leads me right into my next point. It, this just drives me crazy. Of all things in the men's bathroom, it's the urinal splatter. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, know, we put a man on the moon, but we can't figure out yeah, a way we cannot, to, to keep yeah. the splash in the toilet, yeah. in yep. the urinal. So for the ladies out there, you walk in, if it's if there's been any usage of the bathroom at all for a couple hours, just say a restaurant at 7 o'clock at night, if it hasn't been mopped recently, there is literally like a little aura of yeah, small tiny spatters been coming up from the urinal for hours, and you ha- almost always have to step in it. Yeah, and then you always think to yourself, 
I need to not touch the bottom of my shoe when I take it off later. Right. But then you always forget, and then you touch it. Yeah. And you're, well, that's you know, when you do, like, the wide stance, you know, so you can avoid it. Yeah. Yeah. But if it's a slick four-wheel, you got to be careful. You start sliding, and you do, <laughs> right. you do the splits before you get done. That's yeah. why I always take the short urinal in case that happens. Yeah. And then well, if sometimes I've done that one time. This is awful, but I have done the wide stance, but it yeah. was kind of over in the – yeah. man next to yep. me zone yeah and i got some of his splatter yeah. on my ankle Ooh, that's tough. i learned my lesson that yeah day. you don't yeah. want some foreign yeah, splatter no <laughs> it's tough yeah this happened years yeah this happened years ago so it's one of those situations roll in the bathroom got to pee really bad urinals are full first stall is open so i proceed to go in the first stall get the foot foot lift on the lid up there's a guy that you know it's one of these where the partition the first stalls right up against the urinal that the guy's standing at as i start the peeing process I look down, and dude is peeing on the floor. <laughs> He's missed the urinal somehow, and is peeing on the floor within proximity of my shoe that it's getting it's getting pee on my shoe. So I'm immediately like pull my foot back. I'm doing the one hop, finishing my pee. I'm not a big guy. I've never been a fighting guy, but I was ready to come out of the urinal. I don't care if it was a middle <laughs> linebacker for the Titans. I'm coming in hot on this guy. Like you just peed in the floor, in the area of my shoe. I'm coming out. I mean, I was le- yeah. legitimately. Somebody needs to teach this guy a lesson. So I was literally. I was legitimately pissed on and pissed off. So I come out of the stall hot and round the corner, and there is probably a World War One veteran. He's probably ninety. The man is just struggling to get the pee out of his body. Yeah. You just say thank you for your service. Yeah, yeah, sir. And, uh, and he's turning, guy. trying to get it all put back together and zipped up. And he kind of looks at me all feeble, and I'm just—I've already balled up my fist. I'm coming around hot, and I was like, "Oh man, anybody but this guy." I just kind of give him the head nod, "How you doing?" and took my peed on shoe out the door. But so, Kyle, you left the urinal in such a hurry. It kind of made me think about something. So. When you're leaving the urinal, it's very important to do the proper number of shakes because if you don't, surely I can't be the only one that has had the the dreaded pee spot on the pants yeah. for not mm-hmm. doing. You take about three steps away and you're so yeah yeah. So it's like the hose pipe when you turn it off or just a little left. <laughs> just a little bit left, yeah. and you never know. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the proper number is in and, terms of shakes, but yeah, you you got to make sure. And the older I get, the more shakes you better. Yeah. yeah well, let, there's nothing more shocking too than when you're. Uh, Underwear boxers don't catch it up high, and it yeah. does the old run down the inner thigh. Yeah, Ever had that? Oh, you, think, yeah. you think you're done and you're yeah. empty? Uh, that'll wake you up. We, we talked about urinals, talked about pen. Let's, let's say uh, number two is on the agenda, and you've got to go in, you've got to select some stalls. What are some of the uh, rights and wrongs in this decision making process? I'm going to empty bathroom, I'm going in and doing a visual inspection. Taking you got to pick the cleanest one, taking the cleanest mm-hmm. one. I try to avoid taking the handicap, but if everything else is wrecked, I'll just I'll park it in there. Yeah, I've always had a plan. Like if I open the door and there's a handicap guy waiting to go, I'm like, oh, man, there was like it was full when I. You're got gonna limp out. Yeah, I'm like oh yeah, where'd you get injured? <laughs> yeah, so I'm 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 doing visual inspection. Have you ever gotten to the point where all of them are just trash? You say forget it. I'll I'll just I'll I'll wait till I get to a better bathroom. It depends. If I'm crowning, if mm-hmm. I'm prairie dogging. <laughs> I'm going in. I'll try to do a little cleanup. I'll, you know, take a roll. Of, not that it does any good, and wipe it down with toilet paper. Makes if I've got enough time, I'll place the gasket. Yeah, the but what? Place the, the gasket. gasket. Yeah, we working well, on the engine listen. in this bathroom or it's what? Referred he's to he's replacing the, the uh, inline toilet. specs on let the me, rotary girder. Let, let me explain. <laughs> Where you take toilet paper, you put one on the back, put one on each side. Okay, and it's okay. A gasket I've never heard your, that. It's between your butt and your seat. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I. I definitely do that. It, it, or if they don't have like the, the pre-made the, the gaskets, yeah, yeah if they don't yeah, have yeah. the pre-made ones. Then yeah, I definitely do the toilet paper on yeah. each side. I don't put one on the back though. I think just the two on the side. Depends on if you're a full back sitter. If you you just might need the two sides if you feel yeah. it. sit a little forward. But. I used to do that until I was at a McDonald's in Sioux City, Iowa, when I was ten years <laughs> this old. This is gonna be good. <laughs> and uh, uh, went to the bathroom at that Mickey D's. We were on our way back from vacation. So and, did your uh, dad let you get out of the car for a rare Yes, yeah, this stop? was we were the we pickle were, jar. We, I was I was ten years old at this point, so <laughs> we we you know the pickle jar had been retired. Okay, but we were eating at a McDonald's. I went to the bathroom, made the little throne of toilet paper on the seat, did my business, went back into McDonald's, finished the meal, went back out to the van, and as I was climbing up into the van, my older brother said, "Hey, what's this?" 
and pulled out about a three foot long section of toilet paper <laughs> out of the back of my pants <laughs> that I had been walking around so you with through that McDonald's yeah. and then for the duration of our vacation. You gotta walk tissue tail yeah, by the rest watch, of my siblings. You gotta watch the single ply <laughs> yeah, to stick yeah, to you. You don't yeah. wanna it's like Velcro. Yeah, you gotta make sure when you pull your pants up yeah. you're just you're just pulling your pants up. A and tiny you're not amount up the rest of, of that butt sweat on the gasket and it's stuck yeah. to you. There's no getting it off. There's a bond there that you can't break. So y'all passed over something in like uh, stall selection that I think is huge. Maybe I'm the only one. Y'all are getting ready to teach me something. But let's say there, let's say there are three stalls and one of them's taken. Kyle, you mentioned earlier you would go right next to the guy. If it's the cleanest one, I'm going next to him. Mm-hmm. See, I always space, and even sometimes if there are, let's say there's three stalls and two of them are taken. I'll just wait, or I'll, I'll try to oh, find no, another no, bathroom. Sp- I like to have my privacy, I guess. Are y'all sp- like that? No, no, no. The I like space. the privacy, I'd, I'd, but I'd cleanliness. I prefer to have the space, but I, I think I prefer cleanliness over the space. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. Okay, I'm a, I must be an outlier here. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I want the privacy as well. No. You've also got to do I'd the wait. check when you walk in, like the TP check, to make sure that it yeah. is stocked in that God, in that stall that. because I, that's no. like you <laughs> that. you make that mistake of sitting down and then empty roll and you're like never do that then you gotta wait and do the shuffle you gotta wait yeah. the dude leaves next and do the like pants or, down shuffle yeah. or you get really close to the guy next to you and say <laughs> yeah. hey buddy can hey, you dude, pass over I need some a spare laps. square yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm going with the clean. Because chances are, if I put that buffer seat in, 20 seconds later, here comes dude in, sits right down next to me. So I just go ahead and just take the cleanest one. So, that I mean, Daniel just brought up a good question. In that scenario, because I never check, and I have been called a few times without it, do you wait and do the shuffle, or do you ask for toilet paper? I shuffle. Never been in that situation, thank yeah. goodness. I think, I think I would probably shuffle before I would ask. I've shuffled one time. Okay, I wouldn't ask you. And I was just no waiting because it's a, you know it's a slow shuffle and you round that corner you just know as you're rounding the end of that next door dude's gonna fling the door open there you are <laughs> kindergarten style with your pants around your ankles shuffling in there. To I can remember times like in uh, in college like when you're in like a uh, in, in the dorm like when you know the other people in there where it's like hey buddy throw me some toilet paper yeah, yeah. over like if you know the person right. I would ask to share. But, I, yeah, I literally if it's I a check, stranger situation. I check one hundred percent of the time. Every time. Wow. I will from now on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Lesson two learned today. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about manners. <laughs> As if we haven't been talking about that already. Right. That's all we've been talking about. But you sit down, you got a number two coming, you know it's going to be loud, and there are others in the bathroom. What's the proper, do you try to adjust your volume? Do you hold back a little bit and uh, maybe let it come out slower, or are you just full guns a-blazing? And letting nature take its course. I'm courteous. I, I, I try to be courteous, as, unless like it's just a uh, like a sick situation where it's like I cannot do anything to hold it back in. Yeah. <clears throat> I try to be courteous, especially if somebody's in there. Yeah, I'm the same way. If somebody's in there, I'm I'm trying to be as quiet as possible. But if you know, if I'm by myself for some reason, <laughs> yes, yeah. no holes barred. But then sometimes you'll have guys right next to you that sound like they're delivering a baby or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's always rough when that's happening. It's yeah. like you, you. I want to hurry this up. Like, get yeah. me out of here. I don't want to be next to this guy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like covering your mouth. Like, you know, if you're gonna yeah. cough, you cover your mouth. Mm-hmm. Right. You try to be qu- quiet as you can in the bathroom. Discreet, yeah, just courteous. And maybe I'm stuck up, but I'm even a little bit offended when I'm in the stall and then somebody comes in, and I'm in the stall that's right next to the urinal and like they're peeing. And all of a sudden, they just rip a huge fart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, man. Like you're not even here. <laughs> I, I know we're in the bathroom and everything, yeah. but at least have a little bit of decency to keep the volume down. It's ridiculous. Let's get into wiping. Some, I don't think we've ever discussed this before, but when you wipe, do you remain seated or do you stand? I'm a stand, man. Always really? Been. I stand. Really? Yep. I tell you, I've said this before to y'all, not on the podcast. I stand for two things, the national anthem and wiping my butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, let's go around. I, I'm a stander. Yeah. No way. I've always thought that's the most effective way to clean my butt. <laughs> it's, it's, Lance it's, looked at me it so disappointed. It seems so weird. Yeah, it, it, yeah it stand up. Yeah. I don't want to reach Wait, my hand I mean, around in toilet water that's got my I mean, turds you, in You it. sit and lean, don't you, Lance? Yeah, like I, I'm doing it right now, like action-wise, but uh, this is bad radio. You can't see me doing this, but I'm I'm leaning over it's to my disgusting. left side and lifting up my right butt cheek. Pull your pants up, Lance. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. wait, Lance is a sitter. Daniel, are you a sitter? Yeah, I sit and lean. Yeah. Adam's a tiebreaker. Like, like a man does. Yeah. 
Oh, I can't do it because okay. here's 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 my uh, analogy for it. Have you ever played the game? Have you ever? Oh, well, that's a good. I do have a bad back, but have you ever played Operation? Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're basing your bathroom skills off of a. <laughs> wait, wait, where are you going? You can't get through a game, game operation without getting buzzed. For me, okay. when you're doing that, you, you're you going to touch the toilet seat, yeah. the inside of the toilet seat with your hand. It's a hygiene or thing for me. Several times, maybe because I have big hands, I have. Uh, my knuckles have gotten down in the water. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Have y'all not had that happen? That's why you lean. No. Yeah, yeah that's why you lean. <laughs> okay, I haven't, I've never thought about the lean. No, I'm, I'm, I just, I have the theory that I can get my butt cleaner if I'm standing up. I hike my leg up. I can get. But I feel like work. I'm sorry. But I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry. But I feel like if you're standing up, that yes. causes your butt to somewhat Think clench. Think of the same. And so no, no, no. it's not. You don't have you don't have as much space to wipe. You, no, you know what I'm saying? No, no. you got to hike a leg. I mean, you're still doing the lean, but you're just doing it standing up. Okay, and you also have your yeah. pants around your oh ankles. My gosh. So he, he I don't actually know. demonstrating I, as power. This is a this is a podcast, not yeah. a uh, YouTube video. Well, I, mean, I don't know is, how you keep your balance. This is for Lance's well-being. I mean, that's full cheek spread right there without me having. Okay, let me throw a scenario at you. Okay. So you you guys are both standers, okay? Yep. I'm sure you've been in the bathroom for a long time before. You've had like one of those. I don't know, 15-minute poops before, and maybe you're watching something on your phone at the same time. Your leg's getting a little tired, a little get a little sleepy. You ever, you ever have that oh, happen? Oh, yeah, the numb legs. Yeah, yep. sure. And so then you, you stand up, and you can ba- – I mean, you can't even feel your legs. So how does wiping go when you can't feel your legs? Like, oh, well, you got to get up anyway, so it's just yeah. a matter of I'm going to get up anyways. And well, at least I'm cleaned my... up when I get up, so in case I fall <laughs> over, I'm not going to fall with my pants <laughs> have off. Have you so. ever fallen over when you stood up? <laughs> not, <laughs> no. not intoxicated? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't, but um, I don't know, man. I just feel like you would lose your balance trying to wipe when you, when I've you had, uh, I've had. I'm 37. I've had zero falls this seems like a poll we need to put up like I, i've got to know how america wipes do yeah. you stand up or you sit down because a, i'm i'm floored by i'm been a stander on my i just don't want my hands anywhere near that toilet seat that's my thing it's i get hygiene that for me i get I don't that. Totally back, agree. back of my hand rubbing the toilet seat i'm like Ugh. that's why you use you soap just wash really good. Yeah. yeah well i do that too i just don't i don't need any extra <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have enough experience by now to know that? I mean, you're not going to hit your hand. You're not going to hit your knuckles yeah. in, the, in the water. Yeah, I'm experienced. I stand up, so I don't do that. Yeah, you don't. Do that after experience. after 41 years, you don't change methods. No, I mean, no. my hand will be wet every. No, every but other I would have thought yeah. it would have been perfected after 41 years. It is. I stand up. I perfected it. <laughs> <laughs> How many listeners do we have left? Right oh, now? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into our bread and butter here, which we've talked about in in little bits before on the podcast but is it proper to to front or back wipe no i think i think you're gonna have to there's been some confusion about this even amongst do i need to to explain this yeah all right and and not grave detail just (laughs) front wiping would be this is the common denominator's definition of front wiping you reach between your legs from the front back to your butt and then you wipe from the back to, back towards the front. And this is the only way you could possibly get your knuckles wet, Ryan, is, is why <laughs> you've struggled that with this. That is your problem. I, I don't know. That is your I problem. That's, Maybe that's why I stand. Listen, yeah. I know Adam does yeah, this. How does like, he sit down and do this? Never so, once have my knuckles touched the water, I'd like to say. <laughs> I don't yes. know how you do this. Adam, hold your hands up. How large are they? Yeah, yeah, pretty good size hands. They're yeah. medium. Okay. So medium? That, <laughs> as opposed to... in a. To, compared to who, like Andre the Giant? Yeah. All right, you have nice hands. So that would be the front wiper. The back wiper would be the the individual that reaches around to the very back, not between the legs, but mm-hmm. to the back. The American Standard version. And wipes from the front <laughs> to the back. Yes, so, like ninety eight percent of the population. It, you know, yeah, I, I literally only know two people in the world that do that, and they happen to be in this group. Well, how many people have you brought this up to, though? I mean, I, literally, I don't know anybody outside of this group that we've ever discussed this with that I have. True. So, were you born this way, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> and Adam? Yeah. Well, or, I, or, I did. Or is uh, it a choice? I did have a candid conversation with my parents a few years ago to see who was like, who really taught me how to wipe to see if I could trace back to my ancestry. But <laughs> my only theory, they didn't remember. My only theory on it is, it's like when you're an infant. You know, you wipe your kids, but you kind of pick them up by the feet and kind of wipe. Wait, That's you pick them up by the feet? That's your part. Yeah, you pick them up <laughs> yeah. by the feet and wipe their butt. No. Turn yeah. them upside down. Yeah. Yeah. You just you pick their feet up. Yeah, you like, pick uh, their okay. feet up. Let's not yeah. overanalyze. Pick them up you pick their feet. feet up. 
he wiped her butt. The only thing I can think is y'all just watched that and it just stuck, so you just started <laughs> lifting your feet up and wiping your butt from that way. That's the only way I, I don't lift my feet off the ground when uh. I wipe my butt. All right, so you're in the you're in the you're in the toilet. You're you know doing a number two. Have you guys ever come across any like talkers like that will talk to you you know when you're in a Jason stall? Or do y'all do that? Are y'all toilet talkers? No, Gosh, I've no. never had anybody talk to me, but this happened not too long ago. Dude's having a full-blown phone conversation with somebody. Oh, that is It amazes me how many people do that. They, I've, I've uh, done that probably at my house. If somebody I'm talking to my wife yeah, or something. I today at yeah. my house. And my wife also asked, what are you doing? I'm taking a dump. You know, She's like, why do you answer the phone when you're done? But not in a public situation. I'm not. Uh, there's no way I'm like, yeah, man, I, I need two loads of lumber. And give me a, you know, I'm just not doing that. It's just. It's awkward for you yeah. and everybody else. I've around. heard people at work take conference calls like on the toilet. That's it's unbelievable. There, there. I guarantee there's some people listening to this that are just realizing that this is wrong. There could be somebody listening to this podcast while they're pushing one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a public service. Yeah. Well, I feel like if you're if you're next to somebody, you've got that's when you need to try to be as loud as you possibly can in the stall. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I go try to. Yeah. Even if you just make fake noises, <laughs> but you try to be as loud and obnoxious as you can be, and that will agree, help agree. set those people yeah. straight. Hurry yeah. up and get out. I got to poop. <laughs> uh, but at my office, so we have two urinals, one stall. We're very limited in our toilet Ooh, that's, situation. That's, that, that's a whole other issue. That's dangerous in the morning. And so literally one stall, and I'm going to tell you, we fight over that stall, and we time people like, dude, you've been in there 28 minutes. It's time to get out. Invariably, I'll be in a stall, and so, and, and I know at least one or two people that will come in, and they'll just have a conversation with me. My boss before has asked me business questions. I'm like, can you just give me like, a, <laughs> this is extremely <laughs> awkward for me. Like some, I, for them, I'm sure it's not awkward at all. For me, it's it's extremely yeah. awkward. I do not talk when there is a wall divided yeah. between yeah. us. Totally agree. That's uh, I'm on your side, Adam. Speaking of work bathrooms, does anybody else? I have a stash at work of the Lysol wipes. I'll give that thing a quick, quick. If I'm not in an emergency situation, if it's my normal morning movement, I'll go in there, do a little cleanup on the toilet, feel great about it, sit down, good to go. Anybody else pre-clean? No, no. no. <laughs> I don't want to be the guy seen carrying the Clorox wipes to the bathroom. Oh, I've got them stashed in the bathroom. Nobody knows where they're at. Well, it's funny uh, you mentioned that. Like though, hiding because, them in ceiling yeah. tiles yeah. or something. No, <laughs> we have this, we have this storage closet that's used by different people. We have a cleaning service that comes in that has this, that nobody ever opens. It's a huge long closet. There's all kinds of stuff sitting in there. There's Christmas decorations in there. It's just a storage closet. And there's my Lysol wipes. You've duped them, everybody. Yep. You're in a single bathroom. Somebody knocks on the door. What's your response? Occupied. That's your, what do you say? Occupied. Yeah. What do you say, Ron? They, uh, did they knock or jiggle the doorknob? Well, they're going to jiggle the doorknob first. Yeah, okay. If I have that glimmer of fear that I might not have locked the door, then I immediately go occupied. Otherwise, I just stay silent. Oh, you say, say the word I say, I say just a minute. I don't say anything. I don't want them to If it's know. a door jiggle, I usually they're don't. Gonna, but if it's a knock, I'll, I'll... You don't say anything? No, I don't say anything. They, they know the door's locked. They know somebody's in there. Well, I, I was in a situation not long ago... I mean, the guy like almost pulled the door. He was jiggling it, so, and I was like, "Hello, hello." That's kind of what I, I don't know why that's my response. I'm like, "Hello, hello, That's like the total, which I've done it on the other, and that's a passive aggressive, like, "Dude, you got to hurry oh, up because yeah. I'm in a situation here." No, that's single. aggressive. Good yeah, point. good point. Yeah, and he's he's the guy that's going to answer, so he's thinking everybody answers. Right. He's got a very limited view of the world. Right. So. Yeah. I love that y'all actually say the word occupied. Yeah, I I've never occupied. said that. that is keep it weird. classy. Well, you have to you have to stand up to wipe to use the word occupied. We're very classy. Over here. It's always weird, like when it's when you know it's a single stall, and if somebody jiggles the door handle and then they knock, like that's gonna like it's gonna make a difference. I are they just trying to speed you I up? I think or they're like all a, it is, but it's. I like, think when I've done that, obviously, like when I've done that before, I'm like, dude, it's either you come out or I'm fixing to go in the women's restroom. Like it's an emergency situation. So if, you're not checking to see if it's if the door is broke. You're check. You're you're letting them know. Yeah, hey, like, hurry dude, up. you gotta hurry up because I'm about to crap my pants. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have have y'all been in there when the cleaning lady knocks and she's like, "Hey, is this you know oh, is it yes. free?" I mean, do you, do you feel rushed? I mean, I I definitely feel rushed, but I I still make sure I get everything out. Yeah, you know? she's just gonna have to wait. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, they're yeah. paid by the hour. <laughs> yeah, it's good for. Them. Have you ever been in a situation where you have clogged a toilet, a public, or maybe a friend's bathroom? If you haven't, and you did, what would you do? 
public, I'm leaving it. Yeah, public. That's, it's that's, somebody else's problem. Unfortunately. <laughs> I'll <laughs> check for plungers nearby if they yeah. happen to have right. a plunger in there. But if they don't have the resources available to Which is unclog it, you're kind of... Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can go tell management or something. Yeah, hey, buddy, somebody. <laughs> yeah, somebody <laughs> else. Somebody yeah, clogged somebody, the toilet. A... Yeah, that went really bad for me actually when I was on a cruise. <laughs> and you know, in you know, the rooms on a cruise ship oh, yeah, are yeah. very small. The bathrooms are very small. Very airplane feeling type. Of and you know, when you're you're on a cruise, also you basically eat whatever you want to. You're like, hmm, what am I going to have for dinner? Hamburger, steak, lasagna. I, I think I'll have it all. Oh, yeah. You just eat ridiculous amounts of food. Mexican so, buffet at midnight. Sure. So yeah, let's so. Yeah, basically, I, I clogged our toilet in the room, and me wanting to fix things by myself tried the plunger, and the plunger that they had isn't really like, it's more of a, um, doesn't have like a plunging device on it. It's more of like a bristle stick or it's whatever. cleaner. <laughs> yeah, it's the cleaner. I guess that was oh, the only no. thing that I could find, so... You know what? I think I'm just going to stop this story right here. I've got a terrible visual. Yeah. Whatever you're thinking, it's that. Well, plus the, the toilets on a cruise... You're talking about a cruise ship, right? Yeah. The toilets on a cruise ship are air suctioned. Well, that... Thank you. Spoiler alert. That's what I was getting, that's what I was getting at. And I, did, I didn't know. Suck the handle right down the So pipe. eventually, I just... You know, I, I don't even know what I did with the, with the stick. I think I just left it in there, and they probably replaced it. But I had to you know, call maintenance or whatever. And yeah, sure enough, it was just like, and they, they eventually, you know, somebody sucked it all down. I'm like, Oh, that was easy. Why didn't I just, why didn't I just call them in the first place? <laughs> but instead of making a mess, which I did. That was not my visual at all. It was way better. I think the the real problem here is with you that you used a cleaning utensil <laughs> as a plunger. Did you actually think it was a plunger? I really don't know. I think I was just like, man, this is a mess. I got to fix it. And let's I was, just let's just mash it up. Yeah, and just let's stab just, it to death. Let's just <laughs> ma- let's just mash it up. Make it easier to go down, and it did not work. Uh, <laughs> let's close with where you know everything's been done. We're we're leaving the bathroom. There's a lot of different perspectives on cleaning your hands. When you should, when you shouldn't. Do you soap? Is hot water enough? Let's be vulnerable, guys. Let's just throw it out there. What are uh, what are what are your stances on it? I always wash my hands. I mean, no matter what. Like I, I feel like I judge people sometimes that just come in and use the san- oh, hand sanitizer. Absolutely, you do. Yeah, you wash your hands all the time. If I'm properly supplied in the bathroom with soap, towels, blah, 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 I'm going to wash my hands. Now, have I been in bathrooms and washed my hands? If, yes, that's happened. It's <laughs> <laughs> happened. So yeah. why, why did it happen? I've probably been in a Titans game or something, went in there, used the urinal. There's a long line at the sink. I'm getting back. I'm not shaking anybody's hands while I'm at a ball game. Yeah. It's my own, in and it's out my own equipment. Yeah, I'm in and out. It's the chaos in there. I'm not trying to wash my hands. So yeah. if you see Kyle at the Titans game. Yeah, don't know. shake my yeah. hands. Just, just yep. give him a wave. Yeah. I'll be lying if I said I wash my hands every time I've ever been in a bathroom. It's just not, not going to happen. And, I, and I'm such a germaphobe that even after I'm done washing my hands, I always take you know some of the paper towel with me. And I use that to grab the door. Yeah, handle. I'll do Definitely. that too. Yeah. And or do the kick open where yeah. I Yeah, yeah. Foot. If yeah. you can, yeah. Well, I think that's becoming more common because now you see the trash can yep. next to the next door, to the door yeah, which yeah. is fantastic. What about you, Ryan? You, you hesitated with your answer. Daniel? I, I'm, <laughs> I I wash my hands all the time. Uh, do I use soap every time? Probably not. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably the least germaphobic, maybe. And and the thing, I, I've spent a lot of time working on toilets and unclogging toilets yeah. that get clogged up and snaking toilets and taking toilets off and pulling things out so of pipes you're underneath there and so i don't yeah yeah I, I i don't see anything that surprises me anymore uh, after you know after you you pull a doritos bags and dead muskrats out of septic yeah. lines over the years like in chacos yeah in chacos like i, I yeah. it doesn't <laughs> us, things like this don't phase me as much anymore but after that those events yeah i, I clean up well and wash my hands really really well you know i i'm not using paper towels to open the door every day so if you go if you go in and pee, you don't pee all over your hand. Nothing crazy happens. I'll run some warm water over my yeah. hands and I'll. I'm less. Pee about I, my I'm day. less. If I'm peeing and going straight home or something, I'm less. And if they've got one of those crappy air dryers that you end up with no drying at all on your hands, I'm apt to skip and just slide out the bathroom and go on my merry way. I'm, I'm very, I'm a, I'm very a, situational. Yes. If you're in a stall. You have to. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Even if you pee because you yeah. touch the stall door, yeah. and that's yeah. probably the dirtiest yeah. part of the bathroom. Yeah. 
I'm a, I'm a, if you pee, and especially if it's early in the morning, like after you've showered and you happen to touch, you know, an area of your body, I'm thinking it's just as clean as yeah. like my forehead. Yeah. Yeah. So a little, yeah. a little water it might be cleaner, be quite honestly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> think about it's, it. been, it's been covered. Yeah. Uh, so especially if you go in the public restrooms now where there's not even a door, like you go in some of these home improvement stores where you just round a corner, there's no door. Yeah. If I go in there and pee, you don't touch anything. I'm, you know, there's a good chance I'm coming yeah. out. They got a lot of automatic flush now. <laughs> yeah. Or you flush with your I elbow. Literally didn't touch anything but myself. Yeah. Yeah. And on the way out, always sometimes I'll take if the trash can is by the door, I will do that method. But usually I'll just do the left-handed pinky open. Yeah. Because yeah. who's what are you going to use your left pinky for? No, you know? it's just there for looks. Yeah, and you all, and you always open if you have to open the door without a paper towel. You grab the very bottom portion of yeah. the handle, not the top portion mm-hmm. of the handle. Yeah, which when you think about it, every other germaphobe does that. So really, technically, you're just right back it's in the just, same spot. Yeah, yeah but they're probably the cleanest the people, dirt. though. Yeah. If you think about it, God made dirt, and dirt don't hurt. That's right. That was always my motto. Ain't on. the dirt I'm worried about. <laughs> I, think I think we're too germaphobe nowadays. Well, hope you guys out there uh, enjoyed this. I know we did. And uh, remember some of the uh, life lessons that we've taught today. Yeah. And stand tall and wipe your butt. Today's episode was a lot of fun, and we had a lot of laughs. And thank you guys for joining us. We want to kind of have a fun episode and just talk about some humorous stuff. And we, we kind of took a very humorous look at kind of having respect for others. In all seriousness, in my opinion, there just really isn't enough respect for each other, whether it comes to the bathroom or everyday things like opening a door or saying hello to a stranger or not beating up an old man for peeing on your shoe. The only solution to this problem is as old as humanity itself. Matthew 7:12 says, So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law of the prophets. So when all else is failing around you, look to the golden rule. Thank you guys so much for listening and continue to support the podcast. Have a great week. God bless, and we'll talk to you next time. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. The denominators are Ryan Smith, Kyle Binkley, Daniel Knox, Jansen Hart, Lance Jones, and me, Adam Ray. Thanks to Chet Roberts for providing our music. If you like what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and tell a friend. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at CommonPod. That's C-O-M-M-E-N-P-O-D. And if you have a question or a comment for our group or you'd like to submit an idea for a future podcast, please email us at commondenominators at gmail.com. That's C-O-M-M-E-N denominators at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening.